you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Let's put a line through the biggest stories of the week with the Mowers Week in Review. Now, I think the biggest story of the week, Joe, which we should discuss here, is... Basically, that the Qatar FIFA World Cup has reversed the decision to sell beer in the stadiums. I was a little bit jealous of Peacock being over there, but now I feel sorry for him. I'd be, I'd be so angry. Absolutely. So here's the story. The beer taps have been officially turned off at the World Cup. Qatari officials sensationally reversed their approval for beer to be sold within the country's eight World Cup stadiums in an extraordinary development just two days out from the tournament opener between host nation and Ecuador. So... Basically, Budweiser paid $112 million to be the official beer sponsor to set up tents to sell beer, I'm assuming, in the stadiums. Mm. And two days out, they've gone, nah, no beer. Did you see the um, the Budweiser account tweet when they heard the news? What did they say? They just said, oh, something like, this This is awkward. Yeah. And then they deleted it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. So I think you can still drink. They've got some fan zones and things, yes. but nothing in the stadiums. I just, I don't know. I would be, not that, not that sort of drinking is everything, but it certainly adds to the experience and it's probably, you know, part of the reason why you're over there on holiday. Like, come A on. A million percent. I mean, I was wondering how many of these football fans, and I'm just, when I say this, I picture in my head the English fans, have actually in the last 20 to 30 years sat and watched their team play sober. I, I reckon it would be in single figures. It's a very <laughs> low percentage. And all of a sudden... Because what if they are sitting there and then they're like, oh, my God, what is this sport? (laughs) This is 90 minutes of torture. I'm not a massive football fan. But, geez, the only reason would get me through a game, a 90-minute game, is to be have Yeah. Yeah. Have you you had a a non-alcoholic beer? I have, yeah. I had some um, Heineken Zeros. Yeah, and, like, I have too. And if you're out with other people who are drinking, you get, like, the tiniest little bit of a sort of placebo effect just based on the taste. So they are selling the non-alcoholic stuff in the stands. So maybe you try that if you're over there. Oh, man. I don't know. That's almost like an insult. (laughs) Like, wouldn't you? You'd just go for a, a, I don't know, a soft drink, a Coke or something. Well, I feel like some of the best sort of crowd moments from all different sports happen when people have had a few too many to drink. So we're not going to see many streakers. We're not going to see any punch-ups in the crowd. Like, I know. We're going we're to lose quite a lot of we are. bad crowd behaviour, which Yeah, the hooligans shame. aren't going to be, you know, there's no, not going to be any England versus Russia punch-ups well, in, in beer gardens. Did you read a couple of weeks ago, I'm pretty sure there's a ban on like any sort of person who's been done for hooliganism in England. They've sort of got a red tape through them, so their visas were cancelled two weeks right. out. So all these people had booked to be To be fair to those people, they're potentially protecting their lives by not allowing them to go. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. That is the that's Because they are very, very strict. What is the... What is the sentence handed down to hooliganism in Qatar? You're, they... you're talking prison time. Yeah, right. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah, probably a good thing they're not there. Now, the uh, the English, they've found a way around it. Well, the England wags have found a way around it. <laughs> they're going to be staying on a $1.8 billion boat just sitting off the coast of Qatar where they are. there's going to be $700. In international waters. Well, I assume it's international waters, which means... Uh, they can do whatever they want, as far as I understand it. Um, Seven hundred dollar bottles of bubbly will be flowing, as all these wags just rip in. Um, you've got 
So some of the wags are, there's uh, model Sasha Atwood, who's 26. Have you heard of her? Nope. Uh, me either. She's the girlfriend of Manchester City ace Jack Grealish. Uh, and Anna Modler, she's 24. She's engaged to Spurs man Eric Dyer. Have you heard of her, Anna Modler? Nope, I have not. Um, I haven't heard of any of these people. I, I just feel like, I mean, I know all these these women will all know each other, but based on um, what's happened with, with wags in the past, I can just imagine there being a whole load of cat fights on this this boat. They need Do you remember Wagatha, Wagatha Christie? No, what was Wagatha Christie? Colleen Rooney and Rebecca Vardy. No, what were that, they That doing? went to court. Uh, oh, how good. Rebecca was accused of leaking sort of defamatory information about um, Colleen Rooney. I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually probably still going behind the scenes in terms of settlements. That was ugly. Well, we had during the week um, Hannah Ferreira. Yeah, from, from Below Deck. Below Deck and the real love boat, which is where they stick the cameras on these boats and let people, you know, go at it. I wonder if there's a TV crew. There has to be. We've Surely. got um, access all areas on Channel 10 and Paramount+. Plus. We, someone, there needs to be a light bulb going off in yeah. someone's head thinking we need to see what's going on here because... It'd be great as well if England gets smashed or they lose to America or something. And then we can really see some cat fights. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, there is a little part of me that hopes everybody gets COVID on the boat. Well, you know, they are. So. They if are. everybody on happens. the boat gets COVID, they stay there and carry on doing as they were. Yeah, oh, that's true. Just with masks. Nothing, nothing changes. they got to wear masks. <laughs> Sucked in. Um, now, the other one, which is interesting, is that KFC have launched its own bar in the UK, the Colonel's Arms to celebrate the World Cup. It's a bar in Hammersmith, England, uh, and it's basically offering football, pints, and free chicken. Free chicken? I like this. That's not bad. Yeah, they've got the KFC delivery bell, and they get chicken delivered to their table. Now, you lived in the UK for a I while, like didn't you, Joe? I did. Did you spend a lot of time in Hammersmith or Little Australia? As it's, um, I mean, it's full of Aussies, not, right, not- Hammersmith? Uh, yeah, it is. Um, I was actually born at Hammersmith, <laughs> Hammersmith Hospital. You're joking. I dead set drove past for the first time. You know, you're like really excited, the anticipation, being like, oh, this is where I came into the world. Yeah. It is an absolute, like, it's a hole. Yeah, right. It's a I dive. drove past and never went back. Well, not anymore because <laughs> the Colonel's Arms is now giving you Colonel approved beer. So he's made the beer as well. Um, and you can get free chicken. I tell you what, England is a really cool place to be during the World Cup. Because, I can imagine it would be. Yeah, like all the pubs are packed. There's people sprawling out. Um, I mean, the weather at this time is probably not too bad yet, so you can be outside for extended periods. It is. It's a good vibe. What it do you make of the vibe. "It's Whole"? You know, the whole "It's Coming Home" song and. I like it. You do? Yeah. They've got to stop singing it though. It's surely a curse. I mean, because they were singing it in the Euros, weren't they, when Italy put them to the sword? Yeah, no, they'll never stop. It's a little bit, you know, it's the sweet Caroline, it's those kinds of things. I'm a fan. Okay. I'm a hopeless romantic. All right, fair enough. Now, let's uh, talk cricket. So the T20 World Cup wrapped up. Speaking of England, they got it done last Sunday, and then they basically went on a bender for five days, as far as I understand it, and then lost to Australia on, what day was that, Gibbo? Friday? Uh, Wednesday, Thursday. Wednesday, uh, Thursday. Um, did you see much of the T20 World Cup, Joe? Uh, I did. I did. Um, I thought it was good. I really, um, I, I got into it. The, that first sort of group phase when you weren't really sure if the tournament had started or it hadn't, that was yeah, confusing. It was. Not going to lie. <laughs> uh, but no, I got into it in the end, like a couple of those games, especially at the MCG where it was just packed out and the atmosphere was insane. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and it was, I, I really like Pakistan's rise mm-hmm. um, based on the fact you thought they were out after the first two games. 
and then um, they fought their way back. And obviously, you know, seeing Matty Hayden there giving his inspirational speeches, yeah. I thought that was very good. Uh, it was a shame Australia got knocked out as early as they did, Gibbo. Yeah, I, I think it sort of showed that Australia is probably not as good at 2020 cricket as we thought. We sort of won that World Cup last year. We were really pumped about this World Cup. But, yeah, wasn't to be for Australia. I really like the Minnow teams. Ireland got say. a win against England. The Zimbabwe, Netherlands against South Africa. Netherlands. Like, there was a lot of good – and it's good for cricket because the 50-over World Cup and the test matches are downsizing in terms of teams that can play mm-hmm. with the T20 World Cup. The next ones in the West Indies in America, they're upsizing. So we'll see more minnows. Unfortunately, we'll probably see more games before the actual tournament. But, yeah, it was good to see the minnows go well when we've been watching in the rugby league them get absolutely pumped. Absolutely. And having them on at the same time, you can see that obviously one sport's growing in these countries and one maybe not so much. Um, now, there is the second one day on today at the SCG. The crowds were down massively at Adelaide. Being an Adelaide person, Joe, what's going on? Why aren't they showing up for the cricket down there? Uh, it's a hard one because, like, we love our sport. Um, I would, but I feel like we cricketed out. I feel like the, the country is cricketed out right now. Like England, clearly they've just won the World Cup. But damn straight, they should be on a five-day bender. Yeah. So, of course, like, does anyone really care about this ODI series? Really? No, it's it's an odd time of year as well. It, yeah. It's, the I summer think it's hasn't too started early. No, yet, exactly. You, you kind of need it around the test series, which is, I guess, it's kind of the start of December, right? Mm. It's like when they start playing football in February and, well, now it's going to start in March. That's It's too early. Yeah. You, know, you just... You're not used to it. You just you can't switch. Um, does Adelaide need to do anything to get more people there? Do they need no. to? What about? Um, it's, it's a blip. It's fine. Doesn't matter. They'll no. show up for later on. They will. All right. Yep. Fair enough. Now the NRL. There was lots of uh, trade ha- trades happening during the week. You saw Jackson Hastings go to the Knights and Dave Clement of the Tigers. Who's got the better deal there, Joe? Do you reckon? Um, I would say the Knights. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because Dave's a bit old and a bit past it. Just, yeah, I mean, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? But, oh, well, but it's, if you, you've got to choose one. You know what? And Dave is terrifying. <laughs> yes. I hope he doesn't listen to SEN. He's uh, got night terrors, though, so how scared can you be of a person who gets night terrors? Do you mean night terrors because he's still affected from playing at the nights? No. Or he gets... Literal night terrors. Yeah, my my wife like was on a Fox Sports skit. Oh, uh, was it? Yeah, probably. I probably wrote it. It <laughs> <laughs> probably sucked. Um... My wife gets night terrors. Really? Oh, they're terrifying. Do you get them? Have you I, ever had night terrors? No. Um, a friend of mine does, though, and it's, it's, it is scary, especially if you're not expecting it. I, I forget, and then occasionally, you know, we'll be away or something, and I'm, yeah. Mm-mm. So she, she will sit bolt, she'll sit bolt upright in bed and go, who's your friend in the corner? Really? <laughs> yeah, like that. Wow. It's, oh, mate, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know whether to laugh or cry. No, you freak. Like, I can't tell you how, like, your pulse starts going. And, yeah. Um, the other one is she will often think that uh, spiders have dropped on her face. How often <laughs> I, is She doesn't listen to this. This is fine. How, how often? often? <laughs> yeah. It's less than it was. She'll, yeah. she'll go through night terror periods where it's, like, every single night. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it, we haven't had one in a long time. Right. Yeah. I think she's just, some people are overactive when they sleep. Some people sleepwalk. They have full on conversations. Um, I've, I've been known to sleepwalk. Okay. Because that's terrifying. Are you going up and down stairs? And... No, I just, I think the last time I did it, I was told that I answered the phone. <laughs> the, the phone wasn't ringing, but I sort of like went out and anyway. And you know. said, hello, Joe speaking. <laughs> Probably the... dropped it and went back to bed. 
Hey, that's a phone topic. What do you do while you're asleep? <laughs> when making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.